This program deals with themes of an adult nature and is intended for a mature audience. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside of this world. We must guard against the military-industrial complex. Exopolitics, paranormal phenomena, and deep analysis of current world events. From somewhere in the desert, between Area 51 and Roswell, blasting across the planet, the Manticore Network proudly presents Fairy Tales. Because the truth will set you free. Headline edition, July 8, 1947. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. I'm as fire as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! The power they took from the people will return to the people. And so long as men die, liberty will never perish. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery, fight for liberty! The only thing we have to fear is fear itself! Sooner or later, though. You always have to wake up. Be skeptical, but don't close your mind. Greetings to everyone around the world, and a warm welcome to another edition of Veritas at VeritasRadio.com. I'm your host, Mel Fambergas, and I sincerely thank you for joining me once again and if this is your first time please make yourself at home i want to thank all our members for your loyalty and support you are the ones who make very test possible tonight's special guest is monetary historian author and radio host andrew goss we'll discuss a secret world of money and who really rules the united states and the world and how this could be changed to break the shackles of financial slavery that keeps us and our own elected officials hostage of this sinister group. Andrew Goss will be with us shortly. To listen to tonight's full interview, become a Veritas member. Just go to our website, veritasradio.com, click on the subscribe button, and receive instant access. Why wait? Don't you think it's time to listen to the full story? When you become a member, you can listen to every program audio and video, hundreds of hours in CD audio quality, and you can take Veritas with you wherever you go. Don't wait any longer. Subscribe today. And visit the Veritas store, where you can purchase our futuristic metal-cased 8GB USB drives with Seasons 1 or 2 with bonus material. And you can also purchase MMS directly from us. You keep hearing me talk about MMS. If you want to know, Listen to my interview with Jim Humble, entitled Jim Humble versus the FDA. The winner is coming, and you know what that means. 
Don't get caught off guard. Go to the Veritas store and find out. You'd be glad you did. I want to take this opportunity to thank all of the Veritas members who participated in the Veritas poll. I wanted to take your pulse to find out what topics you were most interested in. So let me read to you the results from the bottom to the top. In 8th place, with 2.32% of the votes, Paranormal Phenomena. 7th place, with 2.59%, Alternative Health. 6th place, with 5.59%, New Science. 5th place, with 6.82%, Geopolitics or Current World Events. 4th place, with 10.64%, Parapolitics or conspiracies. Third place with 16.37% hidden history slash archaeology. Second place with 20.46% UFO slash ET. And the first place with 35.2% goes to consciousness slash spirituality slash esoteric. How about that? This doesn't mean that the topics that came out last won't be discussed. They will. But it's great to know where you stand. Thanks again for your participation. And a few days ago, you heard me say that I want to give musicians a platform. So we're starting the Veritas Music Contest. If you're a member and are also a musician, here's your opportunity to compete. I still don't know what the prizes will be, if any, but at least we'll air the first three songs. What kind of song? It must be related to the topics we discuss here. Look at our poll if you forgot. You must own the copyright to the song. And I will have a link in the member section with more information about how to proceed. We will post all the songs in one special page where we'll take them to a vote. The top three songs will be featured during the next Inside Veritas show to air on December 23rd. All songs must be submitted by Wednesday, December the 7th at the latest. That's when submission closes. So you have approximately one month and a few days. So get to work on your own or with your band and good luck. Again, go to the member section for more information. And if you need to get in touch with me, click on the contact button of our website and also join me on Facebook. But now it's the Facebook like page because the friend page has reached its limit. Has the Occupy Wall Street movement decided what they are protesting? Could this movement have been orchestrated by the puppeteers? Why aren't they occupying the real culprit, the Federal Reserve? Do you want to know who owns the Federal Reserve and how much influence they have? Which, in fact, it's more influential than our own elected officials. If this is the case, then there is no doubt that our president and representatives are there to keep the illusion that our government is one of the people, by the people, and for the people. But nothing can be further from the truth. Will there be a financial collapse? And if so, what practical solutions do we have? For this and much more, Andrew Goss is coming up next. This is Mel Fabregas, and you're listening to Veritas.
Don't go anywhere. John Perkins, and you're listening to Veritas. Andrew Goss is one of the most respected monetary historians and contemporary experts on the American and international banking systems. Andrew has a tremendous understanding of our monetary and economic systems and has attracted a wide following with over 1,000 TV and radio appearances. He is the publisher of a newsletter and has authored two books, The Secret World of Money and Uncle Sam Cooks the Books. And directly from the state of New Jersey, I would like to welcome for the first time on Veritas, Andrew Goss. Hello, Mr. Goss, and welcome to Veritas. How are you? Hello. Thanks for having me. May I call you Andy? Oh, please do. Yes. Thank you very much. I uh, finished your books this week, and I have to tell you, one of them you wrote back in 1996, the first one, am I correct? Secret World of Money, yeah, 1996. I actually wrote it in 94 or 95 and went to press uh, 4th of July, 1996. But it's almost, if, if folks, if you read him right now, it's almost as if he wrote him right now because everything he said, although it's, it's a lot of historical fact, a lot of your projections have come to, to, to be true. And that's why I'm so glad to have you here. First of all, Andy, let's talk about the, the elephant in the room. Occupy Wall Street. I sure. really just cannot understand what their true purpose is. Do you know? No, I don't think they know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we have protesters from all walks of life. Uh, they're protesting greed. They're protesting uh, the corporate takeover of America. They're protesting high college tuition. I even saw one group down there protesting the wearing of fur. So I imagine anybody who sees a crowd and wants to join a protest would fall right in with the bunch at Occupy Wall Street. You know, I think Wall Street is perhaps a symptom of the problem. Why aren't they occupying the real culprit, the Federal Reserve System? Well, I think they don't understand the nature of the beast. Um, I mean, I did wade through the crowd to ask these folks where they thought money came from. And by and large, the majority thought the government issued the money. And so I think with such a weak understanding of the monetary system, uh, this is why they're protesting at the banks instead of at the Federal Reserve, where they probably belong. I think you're right there. Do you think that perhaps... Um, and I don't want to get political here, but you think that the ones in power may be promoting this because it, it, it just takes away from the real problem once again, the Fed? Oh, yes. This is definitely uh, <laughs> this is definitely the work of the Demopublicans. 
or is it the Republicrats? <laughs> Same thing. I, right? I get those two confused. You know, the reality is that both political parties cater to this same super group. And if you look at the owners of the Federal Reserve banks, primarily the Federal Reserve Bank of New York, and then you look at the campaign contributions on the FEC website, you'll see that the number one contributor to both political parties are the owners of the Fed. Then the number two contributors are their lawyers. And the number three contributors are their lobbyists. So by and large, the campaigns of this nation's politicians are funded and financed by the owners of the Fed. And I think for that reason, uh, you're very unlikely to see anyone speak out in more than a whisper ab about them. In, in your book, and even these days, there's a lot of talk about auditing the Federal Reserve. We heard uh, Congressman Ron Paul talk about it and some other government officials talk about it. But do we even have jurisdiction to audit it? I say preferably abolish the Federal Reserve, but does Congress have the authority or jurisdiction to even audit it? No, they do not. Uh, in fact, uh, if you look at everything about the Federal Reserve, they're super jurisdictional. They're not inside the jurisdiction of any a regulatory body. But the thought of abolishing the Fed is rather frightening to me because, I mean, imagine us, Mel, we're going to get on a boat at the dock there and it's called the SS Fed and we're heading out into the water and up in the wheelhouse there, of course, Ben Bernanke and all of his crowd are steering the boat and they're steering it further south. It's getting colder and colder and all of us standing out on the deck are getting colder and colder and less comfortable. At that moment, do we want to sink the ship? Do we want to end the Fed? Or does it make more sense to go storming into the wheelhouse and let Bernanke and his boys go overboard and take over the Fed? And that, to me, seems like a much more logical solution. Before we uh, go off and sink this boat that we're all dependent on, uh, let's take over the, the helm and steer it back to where will be the comfortable ones. So you are a proponent of doing it gradually then? Yeah, but no. You know, when I've gotten into conversations with this, with, and I'm a strong Ron Paul supporter, don't get me wrong, but when I've gotten into conversations with this with folks from the Austrian School of Economics, mm -hmm. the von Mises Institute and the like, their attitude is, okay, we have a transition period, a transition period where we move from a Fed-controlled economy to a, a people-controlled economy. And I would ask you, if you came home one day and you saw three burglars burglarizing your house, and you walked into your room and said, okay, you guys stand right there while I call the police, you know, are they going to just stand idly by while you call the police and have them arrested and put in jail? I don't think so. I think, in fact, they'll probably do their worst at that moment in this transition period. So I don't think a transition will work at all. I think a simple takeover with the Marines by executive order on any given Monday. You know, if I were president, that's what ha would happen. My Marines would surround the Federal Reserve Bank and one of my generals would walk in and say that this is now the property of the government of the United States and everyone here works for us. You're all drafted. And, uh, I would be in charge. That would be a government institution and not a privately held institution. Now, from there, uh, where the profits of that institution go, in my view, should be back into the Treasury because the functions of the Fed are not bad. It's just that the profits now are siphoned off 
for the benefit of the owners. And it's important to, to go back to your book because a lot of people don't know this, but in your book you say Congress required auditing the Fed by the General Accounting Office in 1976, but exempted all monetary activities from such audits. Audits are restricted to real estate and office supplies, etc. So at least taxpayers know how many paper clips they use. That's right. You know, when I looked through that audit, um, and again, you know, for those who swear the Fed has never been audited, this audit is out there and available. I, this is where I found that they had 47 Learjets, Mel. I found that they had an art collection that had been accumulated since 1913 and was on the books with about a $30 million price tag. And that they had a full-time curator that looked after this art collection. And, and that it wasn't on public view. This was art that they kept in their private offices. So this type of spending, just on its face, exempt from appropriation, exempt from oversight by Congress... Even if you don't audit the Fed, forcing them to turn all of their earnings over to the Treasury and then come to the Congress for an appropriation the way every other federal agency does, I think that might eliminate some of the bulletproof limos and the subsidized dining and the cafeterias and things of that nature and the fitness workout centers and the exorbitant perks that the uh, owners of the Fed enjoy and the employees as well. It was Baron Rothschild who said, give me control over a nation's currency, and I care not who makes his laws. If that's the case, then is it safe to say that the, the one entity that really rules the United States, and perhaps even whenever there's a, a, a central bank in any other country, would it be safe to say that it is the Federal Reserve System who rules the United States? Oh, no question about it. Yeah, the, the Federal Reserve Banks and its owners own and control the bulk of the wealth of the United States. You know, this is one thing that the Wall Street people, Occupy Wall Street rather, have correct, and that is that that 1% slice or segment, uh, and it's all been handed, you know, it hasn't been earned. Uh, the idea that you, if I said to you, Mel, I want you to go out tomorrow and buy every radio, TV station you can get your hands on, and I'm going to create money and loan it to you so that you can accomplish this, how difficult would that be for you? Not at all, right? And so this is the way that the Federal Reserve has used its power to put its friends and those in its circle into control of all major industry in this country. In fact, there's a Senate report on the subject called Interlocking Directorships Among the Major U.S. Corporations, and it'll clearly outline how in the period from 1913 to about 1935, the Federal Reserve ultimately consolidated its ownership. And I, again, I speak of the owners of the Fed, obviously not the bank itself, but those entities that own it uh, have permeated themselves into every single institution of any substance in the United States. So, yes, it is fair to say that the Federal Reserve rules this country. And President Garfield, you remember that one who was assassinated by a lone nut? Yep. Uh, he said, uh, whosoever controls the volume of money is the absolute master over industry and commerce. And you know, one thing I really always find coincidental is that the Income Tax Act and the Federal Reserve Act were passed in the same year. Was that a coincidence? No, it was not. In fact, if you read the, the writings of John Maynard Keynes, who is a favorite of those uh, um, <laughs> sure. supply-side economists, yep. you'll see how he points out that Absent this regulation, this is the really what an income tax is, it's acting as a spillway 
for all the excess money that comes into circulation. So imagine a pipe and it, at one end of the pipe, the Federal Reserve is pouring in money and at the other end of the pipe. Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.